booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. I believe she's going to go ahead and grant that special master. Big hearing today on former President Trump's request for a special master to review documents seized by the FBI from his Palm Beach estate. Outrage after the girlfriend of an attempted murder suspect is punched, allegedly, by an NYPD detective. Subway assault victim speaking out after the video of her attack goes viral on TikTok. Yet another video from Project Veritas shows a Connecticut assistant principal saying Catholic job applicants need not apply. The FDA greenlights Pfizer and Moderna's booster shots to combat the BA5 subvariant of COVID. It's awaiting final CDC approvals. A hearing planned today on former President Donald Trump's request for an independent special master to review documents seized in that August 8th raid at his Mar-a-Lago estate down in Florida. Trump's legal team responded by Wednesday's deadline to the DOJ's argument against a special master. Here is Arizona Republican Andy Biggs on Newsmax. The reality is it's not unusual. It's not out of the ordinary for these types of cases. And, for instance, uh, Rudy Giuliani, they used a special master uh, for evidence uh, ostensibly seized in that case. So... I I believe she's going to go ahead and grant that special master. Today's arguments will be before a federal judge, Eileen Cannon. Trump's attorneys argued in Wednesday's filing that the National Archives should have expected to find classified material among the 15 boxes Trump turned over to the National Archives. The DOJ has said in court filings that the search was undertaken after the FBI developed evidence that Trump's team had concealed allegedly materials after claiming all classified materials had been turned over to the National Archives. The teenage girlfriend of an attempted murder suspect was knocked out after allegedly being punched by an NYPD detective during her boyfriend's arrest Tuesday night up in Harlem. The incident caught on video has sparked outrage. The force of the punch caused a 19-year-old Tamani Crum of the Bronx to hit the sidewalk. She remained hospitalized Wednesday of unspecified injuries. The cop involved here is NYPD Detective Kendo Kinsey. Police officials are defending the confrontation, saying detectives appear justified in their response because Crum's actions posed a danger. The video shows police had 22-year-old attempted murder suspect Elvin James in handcuffs when Crum approached. A young woman's account of being attacked on a New York City subway train is going viral. Velsi Beato spoke exclusively to Eyewitness News about the attack. I was looking down, and the next thing I know, I heard a slap. When I look up, everybody's staring at me. I look at my cousin, and she's crying. And that's when it sunk in, like, this man just hit me. Having to, like, clean up my blood on a train is not something that we had on our agenda. Beato and her 15-year-old cousin were on that uptown train to Inwood as the train pulled into the West 66th Street subway station near Lincoln Center. A man forcibly slapped her hard and fled. 
Vieto's TikTok post has received more than 8,000 comments, and many of them from women, describing how they, too, have been either pushed, slashed, punched, or attacked. This year alone, there have been 1,488 reported transit crimes compared to 998 last year. That's an increase of 490 incidents. A video of a Coscob assistant principal allegedly saying he won't hire Catholic employment candidates has surfaced and gone viral. In this 12-minute video, Jeremy Boland says you don't hire them. The Greenwich First Selectman is now calling for a full investigation. The video was published by Project Veritas, which is a far-right activist group that uses undercover recordings to discredit mainstream media organizations and progressive groups. Connecticut Senate candidate Leora Levy spoke about it on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Casmatides. He only wants young progressives who will mold children to their way of thinking. This is unconscionable, it is un-American, and it is illegal. The video has caught the eyes of Connecticut's local and state officials, including Governor Ned Lamont. The governor said discrimination has no place in Connecticut. He also said the State Department of Education and Greenwich educators are monitoring that situation. Food and Drug Administration Wednesday authorized updated versions of Pfizer's BioNTech's and Moderna's COVID booster shots. That target the highly contagious BA5 variant, it now goes to the CDC for approvals. Former President Donald Trump took to his social media platform, Truth Social, following a DOJ filing that revealed evidence of documents marked classified seized by FBI agents at Mar-a-Lago August 8th. Trump posted various angry and conspiratorial messages. The FBI released a photo showing documents marked classified next to framed Time magazine covers. Former FBI Director Chris Swecker on Fox News. I was a little shocked to see classified photos in the folders, that, you know, the, the, the outer covers of these classified documents being photographed and put out on national television. I, you know, I'm, I'm just absolutely shocked about that. They're so sensitive. You know, the, even, even the color of the, the, you know, these covers can give away things. In his post, Trump first went after recently ousted FBI agent Timothy Thibault to admit allegations of political bias and alleged misconduct surrounding an investigation into Hunter Biden. Although Trump did not name him, Thibault's lawyers have denied any wrongdoing. Trump insisted that Thibault is a con man and insisted that Thibault was, quote, rigging the 2020 presidential election. Well, report from Kurt Sayuzak, a lawyer representing FBI whistleblowers to the Washington Times, indicates FBI Director Christopher Wray has lost the confidence of rank-and-file FBI agents in the aftermath of ousted FBI agent Timothy Thibault amid allegations of political bias involving the president's son Hunter and the 2020 election. Thibault allegedly shielded Hunter Biden's laptop from a criminal probe during his father's 2020 campaign for the White House. Sidzak's report says that he believes Ray should step down. Colorado Representative Ken Buck on Fox said there has always been bias among top FBI officials. Certainly at the upper levels of the FBI, we saw with Jim Comey and Andrew McCabe and Peter Strzok that they uh, there was a bias. And, and, uh, and yet at the lower levels, we see a lot of hardworking uh, men and women who are out enforcing the law and, and doing a great job. Sayodak also told the Post he left the Bureau in March after a 25-year career because management failed to hold bosses accountable. 
After failing to explain for days and days how the cancellation of student debt will be paid for, White House officials now say President Biden's decision to cancel between ten and $20,000 in student debt for millions of Americans is fully paid for. They cite a drop in the federal deficit that is already occurring. Here's White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. This is not the first time. We've done this before. Right. This in this administration, those that thirty two billion dollars in student loan debt uh, that we were able to to uh, cancel. Uh, So the Department of Education, there's a precedent here. The Department of Education knows how to work this through. Economists say the White House plans to pile the money onto the seven hundred twenty six billion dollar federal deficit. Under Biden, the deficit has shrunk mainly because Congress has opted not to appropriate trillions in temporary coronavirus spending as it did at the start of the pandemic in 2020. Ton of uh, kids coming in that are sick here trying to get to the hospital. Boston Children's Hospital receiving a bomb threat there late Tuesday night following weeks of harassment and threats against doctors for providing gender-affirming care, according to officials. The Boston Police Bomb Squad responded to the scene. There was no bomb found, according to the Boston Police Department. Officials said it is an ongoing investigation and it is unclear if the call is related to the ongoing harassment. Boston Children's Hospital is home to the nation's first pediatric and adolescent transgender health program. Illegal drugs, fentanyl pouring across the U.S.-Mexico border as record numbers of migrants cross the border into the U.S. under the Biden administration. The sheriff of Collin County, Jim Skinner, is warning of a tsunami of death related to the fentanyl epidemic in every community, town, and city throughout the United States. Here's Sheriff Skinner on Fox. So for me, uh, I have to tell you, my friend, this is just a, this is a colossal failure of leadership in Washington. In the evidence, yeah. well, 107,000 dead Americans, uh, for one. The sheriff decried the Biden administration slashing almost a billion dollars from the Customs and Border Protection budget. That includes $428 million slashed from the U.S. Border Patrol. He said when they say the border is secure, there is no problem on the border. Well, he said the administration is either willfully blind or willingly ignorant to this ongoing catastrophe. A team of U.N. inspectors made its way towards Ukraine's Zaporizhia nuclear power plant on Wednesday. The perilous, long-sought-after mission is to safeguard the site and prevent a possible catastrophic result from Russia's war on Ukraine. IAEA Chief Rafael Grossi. Well, the mission will take a few days. Um, and if we are able to establish a permanent presence or a continued presence, uh, better said, uh, then it's going to be prolonged. But this first segment, so to speak, is going to take a few days. Kiev and Moscow again accused each other of shelling the area around the complex overnight. Zaporizhia is the biggest nuclear power plant in Europe. Fighting back in early March caused a brief fire at its training complex. And in recent days, the plant was temporarily knocked offline because of damage, heightening fears of a radiation leak or a reactor meltdown. And uh, officials have begun distributing an anti-radiation iodine tablet to residents living nearby that nuclear power plant. The complex has been occupied by Russian forces but run by Ukrainian engineers since the early days of the six-month-old war. 
77 WABC Time Check, 515, and that means Justin Ellick's here with sports. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with the early news sports update. Serena Williams was back at it again, busting her own retirement plan after the 23-time major champion secured a 7-6-2-6-6-2 upset over number 2 seed Annette Kontavite in the second round of the U.S. Open last night. The house was packed yet again with Serena's celebrity support group, as among others, Tiger Woods, Spike Lee, Anna Wintour, Dion Warwick, and Seal were in attendance for the electric match. Following the match, Serena played it like a legend should, saying she's not surprised at her performance through the first two rounds of the Grand Slam tournament. Are you surprising yourself with your level at the moment? What? Are you surprising yourself with your level? (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) I'm just Serena, you know, so... And I'm just Justin. How about that? Now the fun begins, as it's becoming clear now that Williams may have a shot at the whole darn thing after burying the two-seed. She'll face Croatia's Adjula Tomjanovic in her round three match coming up tomorrow. Add to the diamond now, where the Yankees continue to throw away their once 15-game lead in the AL East like a bunch of scrubs. Their lead in the East is now down to just six games over the Tampa Bay Rays after once again failing to show up against the lowly ball club in the Angels. Another very solid wasted start for ace Garrett Cole, as that's become the theme as of late. The right-hander went seven strong, allowing just two runs on six hits. But the Bomber bats again fell short, making somebody named Patrick Sandoval look like a mix between Nolan Ryan and Jesus. Just three hits to speak of for the Yanks and a 3-2 final score from Anaheim as New York will now drag themselves back east for a three-game set against the aforementioned Rays starting tomorrow night in Tampa. As for the Mets, now there's a New York team you can get behind as another nail-biter against the Dodgers and Queens this time swung in New York's favor. Brandon Nimmo saved the day with a catch-of-the-year bid in the seventh taking a would-be game-tying home run away from Justin Turner. And Jacob DeGrom was lights out once again en route to the 2-1 to victory. Timmy Trumpet was once again in attendance and this time had the chance to serenade closer Edwin Diaz as he entered the game to slam the door shut. Series will wrap up this afternoon at 4.10 p.m. with Chris Bassett set to take the hill against Clayton Kershaw. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Lou Dobbs now with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. The market sell-off spills over into a new month of trading. September historically bad for investors. Toyota's big bet on EV batteries. Those stories next. Wall Street sell-off now entering its fifth day as stocks finished August trading lower. The Dow Jones Industrial shedding another 280 points in yesterday's session. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq extending their losses as well. Investors proceeding with caution as September trading begins. Typically the worst month for stocks and investors. Both the Dow and the S&P 500 down sharply the past two Septembers. And considering this is a midterm election year, history not on investors' side. The Dow has fallen 11 of the past 18 pre-midterm Septembers dating back to 1950. Toyota is tripling its investment in a new electrical vehicle battery plant. Toyota is partnering with battery maker Panasonic for a multi-billion dollar plant opening in North Carolina 2025. That move brings Toyota's global EV investment to almost $6 billion. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 7WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report.
Looking at futures this morning, the Dow at 31,351, down 181 points, 0.57 percent. The S&P down 29 and three quarter points. The Nasdaq's fallen 137 and a half points. Gold down $11.40 an ounce at $1,714.80. Crude oil down $1.51 a barrel at $88 and four cents. It's the WABC Early News. News time 520. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. At 550, part two of our interview with Republican Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis of Staten Island talking about the U.S. border crisis and our upcoming campaign. A judge rejecting a plea deal that would have meant no prison time for the operator of a limousine involved in a fatal crash in upstate New York in 2018. That killed a total of 20 people. Frank Diaz has more. A deal reached a year ago for Nauman Hussein, who operated the limousine company, called for him to plead guilty only to homicide counts and in return get five years probation and community service. Instead, Supreme Court Judge Peter Lynch suggested a prison sentence of between 16 months and four years was appropriate, prompting the defense team to nullify their client's plea and seek a trial. Hussein left the courtroom without comment to reporters. Nauman, why, why, not, accept, why not accept the sentence of four years? Why would you risk taking this to trial? Now, man, come on. The judge who rejected the deal said the agreement was fundamentally flawed. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. Starting today, it will be a felony to carry firearms licensed or otherwise in sensitive locations across New York, including Times Square. New York's Governor Hochul, Mayor Adams, and other officials detailed the new laws in response to the U.S. Supreme Court overturning the state's concealed carry law back in June. The ruling struck down a state requirement that firearm permit applicants demonstrate proper cause to carry. Here's Governor Kathy Hochul. These will strengthen the background checks and the gun safety training requirements, prohibit concealed carry in secure, sensitive locations, and require permit renewals every three years instead of five years. And on September 4th, a law to raise the age to purchase a semi-automatic weapon will be raised to 21. NYPD Police Commissioner Keechant Sewell did not rule out the possibility of enacting physical searches or designated checkpoints within the Times Square zone. What appeared to be a human leg was found at a Department of Environmental Protection facility in the Bronx Wednesday morning. The gruesome discovery at the water pollution control plant in Hunts Point. Workers spotted the leg on a conveyor belt. Police fear it could belong to a child, even possibly a newborn. Ephraim Bassam works nearby the plant. I hope that it's not a human. I hope that it's not a baby. I hope that it's not an, you know, a dog even. It's, it's feeling very close to you. You know, it's very feeling very close that it, it's happening around you. You know, it's starting to be um, you know, a little bit uncomfortable. It remains unclear if the remains were dumped at the location or elsewhere. The medical examiner will make an official determination if it is, in fact, a human body part. The plant is an initial filter point for all of the Bronx, so the possible remains could have come from anywhere in the borough, the investigation ongoing. Police in New Jersey are investigating several reports of children being bitten by a fox in the community of Lakewood. A total of six incidents now reported. The first incident was reported to police on Tuesday when a mother said her child was bitten while playing at the John Street playground earlier in the day. 
Roy Karch, who works in Lakewood, spoke to ABC7. I think it's unacceptable. I think they should do something, trap them, catch them, whatever you got to do. What do you think could be contributing to the foxes out here? Um, probably building. I mean, they probably knocked down where he lived right over here. And it's not clear if the incidents involved just one fox or more than that. The Ocean County Health Department is investigating. Well, it's getting harder and harder to access ATM machines at night in New York City, especially in Midtown. Banks are reportedly locking up the vestibules that house the ATM cash machines. It's all due to problems with homeless people. ATM vestibules have become a nuisance problem and a quality of life issue due to the homeless, especially in the Midtown Manhattan area. New Yorkers weigh in on this issue on Fox 5. I really feel for the homeless people. They're out here in the cold and it's concrete and it's, you know, they they don't have a shelter in many cases. So I can understand why they go in there. On the other hand, it's a private company and they need to deal with their customers and give customer service. The New York Post reports that some branches of the following banks, Chase, City National Bank and Citizens, have been locking their doors as early as 10 p.m. at night. Well, the owner of a Long Island carpet store is pleading for help after her trained medical service dog, Ellie, was stolen from right outside of her business. The specially trained dog was stolen Tuesday evening outside Nancy Skolnick's store, Carpets and U.S. store in Levittown. Solnick spoke to ABC7. I know that she's out there someplace. I just need to get her back. Anybody that knows me knows my dog. She's with me 24-7. She alerts me for my medical condition, and I need her back. Surveillance video shows a woman with two children first playing with a 12-year-old Bichon Shih Tzu mix, and moments later, the woman picks up the dog and walks away. Skolnick says her dog requires medication as well. The dog was outside as the store received a FedEx order. Nassau County police say this is considered a grand larceny case because Ellie is a service dog and anybody with information asked to contact police. On a Jersey-based Bed Bath & Beyond, it says it is cutting its staff and closing about 150 stores. This is all part of a restructuring plan to improve its Balance sheet, the company did not immediate release the stores that are expected to close. So the company says it is embracing a back-to-basics philosophy, all in an effort to attract more customers to its stores. The company says it's lined up $500 million in new financing and plans to offer up to 12 million shares of common stock for sale to pay down debt. Well, the guitarist uh, proclaimed as God in the 1960s will be returning to Madison Square Garden this fall. Here's Jacqueline Carl. That was Eric Clapton performing his hit rock anthem, Layla, at New York's Madison Square Garden in 1999. Now, Clapton's back at the Garden in September, performing with special guest Jimmy Vaughn with two shows, September 18th and 19th. For 77 WABC's Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. And if you missed the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.